There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Sonic Microphone, on. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pod Doctors on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast on the BBC hit series, Doctor Who. I am Sean fangirl And I'm Steve, and tonight we'll be discussing the 2021 New Year's Day special of Doctor Who. God, it's been forever. Yes, it has. I don't know about you. Whenever they have a marathon, I'm still watching it, and I always catch the ones that cause me to cry. Oh, well, of course. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching, I think it was The Husbands of River Song. Right. And Jason had noticed it was on. That's my husband, for those of you who don't know. And he flipped it on for me. And I'm like, oh, great. I can watch this between whatever I was making. Right. And it happened to be the spot where River is talking about, of course, I love the doctor, but he's like loving the stars. And I'm like, oh, Oh, like, really? And I can't remember the other one. Oh, when angels take Manhattan. Yes. I'm like, son of a bitch. (laughs) Every time. It doesn't matter how many years it's been. Same with Dr. Donna. Yep. Four knocks. Yeah, I lose it. Yep, absolutely. I don't know what it is, but I did not cry this episode. Well, I guess I got a little teary. Yeah, it was an emotional episode, that's for sure. (laughs) Wasn't as bad as some of the others. No, no. (laughs) Well, we got a little bit of news. A premiere date for the new season has been announced. What? No. But showrunner Chris Chibnall recently told Entertainment Weekly that the new series is currently filming and will debut as soon as we finish it. So it kind of sort of was announced. Yeah. (laughs) And from the trailer at the end, which I unfortunately did not get to see. Oh, no. Because we were at urgent care, my husband was diagnosed with COVID on that day. So I didn't get to see it. I had to watch the recording and the recording did not show me the trailer. Oh, no. So I had... I've been searching who a companion is going to be, and apparently in the trailer it discussed it is going to be John Bishop, who is a comedian, correct? Yeah. Well, it said, and introducing John Bishop, and of course, a couple of days after this aired, and we do apologize for the delay in getting it out, but like Sean said, her husband contracted COVID, so. And so did I. Yeah. There was all of a sudden this huge 
storm about Jody quitting after the season. And oh, it was like, where did thinking, this come from? Are people thinking John Bishop's going to be the doctor? I guess that's a possibility. But of course, that's it's also a possibility he could only be a companion. So that right. seems odd that they would introduce him if he's supposed to be the doctor, because they usually keep that under really oh, good. Oh, yeah, record. I know. <laughs> but it, it was just weird that because they show this guy, everybody's all of a sudden screaming that, oh, Jody's quitting after this season. She's done. And it's like, give it up, people. People just want to get people upset. It's just craziness. <laughs> well, we'll see what happens. But I mean, Jody's had a really good career anyway with movies and series with BBC. So maybe she just has something really juicy coming up. Could be. Because unfortunately, that's why we said goodbye to some people this this episode. Yes. Which I don't know if it's forever, though. No, we'll I don't it. think it is. I think the way they did it was perfect to allow returns. Mm-hmm. And I expect to see some. I hope so. So this episode was The Revolution of the Dalek. Robertson. What? Yeah. Robertson returns. B. And uh, inadvertently, and I'm saying that in quotes, by the way, yeah. gives the mutant Dalek a chance to clone itself. The doctor escapes from her alien prison with the help of an old friend and returns to help. Holy crap. So how did they keep this under wraps? That's what I want to know. Yeah. <laughs> well, they managed to do that last season when yeah he had to go and like re remodel a house yes <laughs> that was because holy crap the fact that we got Captain jack back yes i loved it and i know a ton of other people did too but seriously i don't know how they kept it under wraps yeah because I don't either. for that one episode that was a big deal so yeah this is impressive yes it is all right well we'll start with familiar foes and a friend the doctor's days and their there are many of them which she is keeping track of as she urges herself to stay strong are tedious in the Jadoon prison. She goes from one cell to another, the second of which is amongst the other prisoners, and she says hello to some old enemies. There's a weeping angel she's nicknamed Angela, two manic oods she's dubbed Bonnie and Clyde, a very hungry Pating, and even a member of the Silence whom she keeps forgetting is there unsurprisingly. I couldn't believe they had all of these different enemies. I kind of wanted something that like we didn't remember at all. Right. Like, but I'm like, who could they have brought in just kind of sitting there? It felt almost like the collector right. from Marvel <laughs> yes. having like these different baddies in there. Yep. So you kind of wish that they had like a pulled back scene where you can see like something from like old who back there or something. Right. <laughs> Until her old friend starts tapping. <laughs> oh my God. Did that scare you? Because I'm like... <gasps> Yeah. <laughs> uh, we're going to get the crack back. <laughs> but the four, I'm like, no. Is it? I'm like, are we somehow going to see John Sims or something? Right. Yes. <laughs> but no, it's Captain Jack. Yay. Who breaks her out with some fancy tech. That we don't want to know where he was hiding it. Uh, no. Or how he got, how many laws he had to break to get it. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Yes. Probably many. And of course, the first words out of his mouth are, have you had work done? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That was awesome. <laughs> well, of course, you have to admit, the last time he saw the doctor was David Tennant, so... 
Yeah, there's been a couple of uh, iterations there, Captain Jack. You've been gone too long. You need to come around more often. <laughs> and she tells him, I was in prison for being me, right at a point. I wasn't even sure what that meant. Oh, yeah, because Jack doesn't know the situation. No, she has not gotten a chance to tell him what she knows now. But it's back to her fam, only for a reunion to not turn out quite as she hopes. See, this kind of upset me. But we're going to worry about what's going on now, right? Not be, not in the past. Yeah. She means to arrive in the UK immediately after they did, or relatively close, but apparently it's been 10 months. Now, hey, that's pretty good because she's been locked up for a really long time. Yes. <laughs> and All it those kind marks of, on the walls were, that was more than a few years. Well, even Jack said it took him 19 years to get in the cell next to her. Right. <laughs> and that's what irks me. Because in this 10 months where she finds out she's been gone, Yaz has been trying to find the aliens and figure out what's going on around the world. Something had to happen. And she's just mad at the doctor for being gone for 10 months. Right. I, I, er, okay. (laughs) I was really irked because I wanted her to say, I've been gone like 30 years or whatever. Right. Just so it would make Yaz pause. Like, wait, what? Yeah. Well, and she told him she was in jail. Did you do that? Right. But she doesn't say how long. Right. That's what just kind of made me mad. Like, I felt like she should have said something. Right. But the doc would never make them feel bad. Right. But anyway, let's come back to Earth and back to now and we have robertson with prime minister-elect joe patterson behind a new type of prototype security drone which of course is based off the daleks because we've seen that somebody got their hands on one back when the doctor dealt with it back in 2019 because they managed to steal it yes and you knew things weren't going to go right of course not (laughs) (sighs) So, of course, they're like, all right, let's have these security drones, which, side note, apparently there was someplace building something similar because I seen it posted on a Doctor Who site. Oh, yeah? <laughs> that it's like these cone security drones that are being made. And everybody who's seen it, it's like, did we not just watch this episode? Yeah. <laughs> like, this is literally happening. Maybe as no. As long as there's no alien residue in those things. <laughs> Well, who knows? Yeah. You never know what that special engineer who's working on those is doing because the one that was working on these decides, hey, there was a little bit of organic remnants in the shell. So I thought I'd grow it to see what what it was. Why? Yes. (laughs) Why? And then he's like, oh, yeah, it's so smart. It like plugged it. No, no. No. No, Robertson's like, destroy it. And of course, that's going to happen. Right. Because <laughs> the creature latched on to Leo, and Leo is pretty much done for. Yep. But go back to the Doctor and Fam, it gets everyone back in the TARDIS. And oh, yeah, by the way, you guys remember Jack, right? Great. <laughs> catch up later. But Jack, you can't be in round anyone more than four seconds without flirting. So we'll see how that goes. Exactly. <laughs> But Jack catches up everybody on what the heck a Dalek is because they do see this security drone. Right. And we were smart enough to show the doctor, this is what's happening. What the heck? And, and of course, Jack's like, hey, they killed me once a long time ago. No big deal. I can be killed, but they come back pretty quick. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> partly the doctor's fault. Partly a friend of hers called Rose, who's not on this earth anymore. She's in parallel universe. It's a lot to go into. Yeah. And yeah. Jack- did not like the sound of that. Yeah, the alternate universe. Yeah, she goes, what? 
Yeah, things I have. Don't worry. She's with the doctor, a doctor, kind of, sort of. Yeah. (laughs) Figure it out later. But anyway, the doctor, Ryan and Graham decide, all right, they're going to visit Robertson in his office to figure out what's going on with the Dalek. Find out he's 3D printing empty Dalek shells. Well, that could only work out great. He's like, there's nothing in it. It's all AI. Yeah, because yeah, Cybermen, anyone? Yes. <laughs> and Jack takes Yaz to go check out the readings that they found in Japan. Again, splitting up the team, this worries me. Yes. <laughs> but he does offer some advice. And Yaz, I don't think really was happy with this. But he's like, listen, as somebody who's traveled with the doctor and stop, when you're with the doctor, you don't get to choose when it stops. Whether you leave or she leaves, it just happened. And yes, like it felt cruel to be shown something I couldn't have anymore. It's a felt like, yeah, felt like I'd rather not have known. I'd rather not have met her because having met her than being without her, that's so much worse. But I feel like Jack is like, he's seen more. So I feel like he knows, knows more. So he's like, all you can do is enjoy the journey while you're in it because it's definitely worth the pain. Right. And I'm thinking the only person who doesn't feel that way, I would say is Donna because she doesn't know. Right. But the people who were around her knew. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, I know it's rough, but there's so many people. And think about what you've done and who you've helped. Right. That's how I'm looking at it. Yes, you have to. You have to think of it as look at everything I've done and everything I've seen that I would have never seen, never done, and it's more than I'll ever do in a lifetime. So She would have never known about her grandmother. Exactly. And obviously Jack doesn't know about that, but I mean, that's something that she can pinpoint. Right. <sighs> but speaking of pain, we see the new prime minister unveiling the drones to Britain. And this is not good. No. Because you see it happen and it's just like, oh, when's it going to happen? Yeah. What's going what, on? How long is this going to last? But at the same time, we get to flip and we see that Dalek attacking Jack and Yaz. And he thankfully shoots both. Because huh, I thought Yaz was a goner. Yeah, I did too. But on the way to the rendezvous for the groups to join back up, the doctor apologizes to Ryan for being gone so long. And he's not so broken up, though. He's like, mm-hmm. 10 months, they were good for him. Yeah. See my father and we've mended fences. And I see that there's work that needs to be done here. And there's a lot. And and I think I can do something. Make a which difference. I, I was really surprised that Ryan's like growing up. Right. But she, when he asks how she was and what happened on her planet, yeah. totally avoided that. Yeah, pretty much. Basically told him that nobody survived on the planet and I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, but Ryan's not going to let it go. No. <laughs> Until something's changed in her and that could be foreshadowing. Yes, it could. And of course, she can see the same with him, but he's not about to destroy a whole planet if he gets super pissy. Really? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how this comes back around. Right. So we're going to fight Daleks with whatever we can. So as the doctor's group joins Jack and Yaz in Japan, good old Dalek Leo reveals its plan. The Dalek concealed itself into the neural network and built the whole building. Hired the, constru- hired the humans for construction and make sure that they're aware that we didn't fire them. We liquidated them to be used as food. Uh, yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah. 
Yeah, Robinson only worried about his damn PR. Dalek even augmented Robertson's design, and suddenly those security drones are all over Britain are activated. Yeah, because all of a sudden there's like Star Trek technology zapping them in everywhere. Yes. <laughs> and they begin exterminating any human in their past, including the Prime Minister. Well, at least she got what she deserved. Well, she's not going to be like flashing that badge much, is she? No. But the doctor knows who she is now. I'm the one who stops the Daleks. Just what she needed to get her out of her funk, at least temporarily. Doing so in this case, however, requires the nuclear option. <laughs> nuclear option? Right. And she calls in the Death Squad Daleks, enforcers of their race, to take out the new one. Has she or any of the doctors ever mentioned these Daleks before? I don't remember, which is why I'm asking. Yes, like, I think we have. Well, I don't know if they've been. We've seen the Death Squad before. Okay. Like, I, for the life in of a me, while, cannot remember. Sure. <laughs> and it's just very important that they don't know that she's the one behind the message. And, of course, you don't need to be saying that in front of people you don't trust. So. Right, because Robertson. Yeah. So, after the Death Squad exterminates the impure Daleks due to the human DNA mix. Next in, Robertson decides to turn on humanity and offer to guide the Daleks in taking over the Earth. This sounds really familiar. <laughs> I was watching this and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Sounds like somebody else we know. Uh -huh. And if they take him to their leader, he ha also has key information to share. Great. Yeah. Great. With Robertson and the Daleks, I don't know, I can't say off the table. The fam needs to figure out how to take out the Death Squad ship, but there's issues, of course, because Robertson, they don't know that he's really doing what he's doing. Right. And, well, of course, Jack's like, I'm going to go blow that ship up. So, woohoo, because I have issues, all right? You never forget your first act. Yeah. <laughs> Which is just the weirdest thing to say. Yes. But Ryan and Graham are like, well, I guess we're coming in too. We're going to blow some stuff up. And I love it how Graham's like, yeah, we're taking care of all these bad guys on these ships. And Ryan's just like, no, yeah. just no. I kind of felt like an okay boomer having yeah. <laughs> that moment. Like, Graham, just now. But they hear Robinson give up the doctor. It's like, are you stupid? Yes. Do you want to become one of these things or the goo? Yeah. What is wrong with you? Yeah. If the mutant ones would use a human as food, what do you think the real one's going to use a human for, Robertson? Oh, my God. I just wanted to slap him. <laughs> but then we go back and we have the doctor promising Yaz. Like, I won't disappear again. Of course you will. Hello. <laughs> it's what you she, do. She leaves. Yeah. And she's like, all right, well, we got to figure this out right now. So let's do the now now. And I did not figure out what was happening right away. Right. I don't know why, because it makes total sense, but it just never crossed my mind. Right. <laughs> because she's hanging outside the TARDIS door and she's like, hey, come on, my obedient little pets. And of course, the Daleks are like, oh, hell no. Yeah. <laughs> we got the doctor and they all go flying into the TARDIS. And yeah, 
probably not the smartest of things to happen. <laughs> no. Because those, I don't know, what are the SS Daleks, killed all the other not real Daleks. But Jack planted bombs along with Ryan and Graham all over and they decide to snatch up Robertson off the Death Squad ship before setting off the explosives. I don't know if I'd have brought him. Just no. <laughs> not at all. I'd have left him right there. Yeah, I think he might have got what he deserves. But whatever, they grab him. They transport themselves off. They blow up the ship. And then, of course, the Daleks are like, that's okay. We have the TARDIS. And the doctor's like, about that. Yeah. <laughs> Oops. By the way, I'm not here. I'm a hologram. I happen to have a spare TARDIS, which I use the chameleon circuit to make it look like my TARDIS. You fell for it. Ha ha. <laughs> and by the way, I have it set to fold in upon itself and go into the heart of the void where it will break apart and destroy itself. And by the way, you're going with. So later. Bye, <laughs> bye guys. You're going bye bye too. So theoretically, all the Daleks are now dead and gone. Right. Theoretically. Yeah, theoretically. I don't believe any of this. No. <laughs> no, there's going to be one lonely Dalek out there somewhere that will reappear when you least expect it. Well, I mean, it's not like the Japan facility was totally destroyed, right? Exactly. So we don't know what could be there. That's right. We know there was a couple running around loose. I don't know. So we'll see what happens with the Daleks in the future. I mean, they could come from the past, the future, whatever. We'll find out. Yep. But let's come back to Robertson. Somehow he manages to come out on top as the savior of humanity with rumors of an honorary knighthood and possibly running for president. And I'm watching this going, are you kidding me? Yes. <laughs> like, I was so irritated. I have no words for Robertson. I'm sorry. <laughs> Just You know what? Unbelievable. That's what you know you like the act. Though. Oh, yeah, of course uh, I like the actor. When you just hate the character so yes. much. <laughs> but anyway, so Jack decides he's going to stay on Earth a bit, catching up with Gwen Cooper from Torchwood and her kid and some interesting stories there. Yes. And yeah. could that be a potential spinoff for another Torchwood series, maybe? Maybe. I mean, we do have I some stuff happening. It. I could dig it. And the doctor's already planning on taking the family to to the meringue galaxy where everything's made of meringue even the people yeah like that'd be weird you go up and lick somebody uh. yeah oh sorry <laughs> But I can see the doctor doing that. <laughs> but Ryan decides he's staying. He's not going to go on any more adventures right now. I feel like my planet needs me. There's no and, doubt about that. And Yaz isn't ready to give up the adventures, obviously. Right. But while Ryan tells Graham he can go, his grandfather chooses to stay with him. And this was where it was a little heartbreaking. He's like, I don't want you to miss out. And he's like, well, I don't want to miss out on you. Right. Being here without you isn't going to be the same. And I'm always going to be looking around for goofy stuff to say to you yeah because <laughs> ryan you're my family and i was like oh that hurt and when the doctor hugs them he's like you don't seem too sad and she's like two heart one breaking one happy right and i was like oh yes <laughs> <laughs> That's what got me a little bit. It's like getting dusty in here. Yeah, but it's better than both hearts breaking at the same time, like we've seen on several occasions in the past. That is true. Yes. <laughs> but with that farewell, we have the two exit, but not before they get a little present from the doctor. Yes. 
she gives them psychic paper, which is like, this is where I'm, I was thinking that I know normally they just call Paige the doctor or whatever. Right. But with Jack mentioning when and you mentioning, oh, could there be a spinoff? They talked about bringing Torchwood back before. Right. It's been rumored. So maybe since they're already here. Yeah. That could be something that could be happening. It sure could. Maybe they'll revive Torchwood or something. A likeness yeah. of it. Yeah. So I, I'm wondering. I'm going to keep an eye out. Now, I'm going to say this, and I know we're not done talking about this, but I really wish class was still going on. Yes. Because they could have totally brought those kids from class into Torchwood then and totally like pulled that thread all the way through. Right. So if you haven't seen it, that's a couple years now. Yes, it has been. <laughs> it all runs together. I'd recommend watching it to see how they could like maybe fill in the blanks a little more. Yeah. Anyway. All right. So farewell done. Two exit. Doctor's in the TARDIS. Like, all right, we're going to go back and change the timeline and give it one more time together. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do that. And it's like fixed point, I feel like, Doctor. Yes, it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's okay to be sad. So we don't really get to see too much more. So we don't know what's happening. No, not with the Doctor and Yaz. So I I'm wondering where that's going to go. Right. But post-life without the Doctor, what are Ryan and Graham doing? Exactly what we saw when we met him. <laughs> Still trying to ride that bike. He's getting further. But their eyes are more open to everything going on around them and around the world. And hey, we do have the psychic paper. Yep. And they know that there's stuff going on that they should be investigating. But I thought it was real nice that Graham said, no, we got time for you to learn how to ride this bike. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was sweet. And then you see, well, they both see, apparently. Yes, they did. Grace. And that that's what got me. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, because it's like, if they didn't meet the doctor, would Grace still be alive? Right. Absolutely. But what kind of life would they have had? Because they would have missed a lot of stuff. Yes. Yes, so, they would have. Yeah. Uh, it's a real catch-22. Yes, it is. <laughs> well, we do have some feedback. Yay! Yay! As our friend Jazz has provided some feedback on this episode, so let's hear what she thought of it. Hello, this is Jazz giving a review of the Doctor Who New Year's Eve special Revolution of the Daleks. It's certainly a different way to get Daleks to be created to farmer it out and had them all be done by 3D printer. That's, that's definitely novel. And their little egg beater now sprays gas instead of horrible laser beams. And the other one sprays water cannons and evidently controlled all by remote control and AI, which makes me nervous. And, you know, even if you work in tech, that should make you nervous. <laughs> and open the pod bay doors, Hal. Just so wrong. Anyways, I was a little confused with uh, the lights and about how they could take all of their pieces and parts and perhaps solidify into one great big Dalek who controlled all the other Daleks by remote control. I wasn't exactly sure how that worked. I totally got how they exterminated everyone, but wasn't sure exactly how they could all be remote controlled. But maybe if you have a big enough brain stem, you can do that. Political license and all that. I thought it was neat that when the doctor was in the prison, she had her own routine and hello, camera 38 and hi, tiny, try not to eat the bars. <laughs> 
the the usual items. That was all very good. It was interesting that there was four knocks, because I know that there's a symbolism for that, for Doctor Who, but I can't remember what it is. I don't know if if it has to do with the silence or not. Might have to do with slices on your hand and dark marks, but I can't remember. I did think it was interesting that in Japan, it was Osaka, which reminded me of Osaka Tano from Star Wars. So that tells me where they got that name. Crossing the streams, but, you know, I thought it was an interesting reference. The real Daleks were going to kill off the clone Daleks because they have SS purity is way on the nose. I I could totally see that happening, and, and they were true to their word. I think that the man should have been eaten with the spiders a long time ago. I really dislike Mr. Big anyways. <laughs> and I thought it was interesting that the boys, although I was sorry to see them go, got psychic paper. I'm not sure what job you can have protecting the world. I don't know how that pays the bills or how you're going to get to Korea and fight monsters if you have to take economy class. And you won't have the doctor to translate the language, so that also might be a little bit of a challenge. I thought that uh, the doctor normally gave cell phones to their companions so that they could contact him or her whenever they needed to. So perhaps she did that off screen? Maybe she has a 1-800 number that only these people know. You never know. I know that uh, there's an answering machine on the TARDIS. So, anyways, I enjoyed the the uh, episode very much. I thought there were the usual sort of plot holes going, you're going there? Okay. But for the most part, it was good. They didn't open up as many of the can of worms as they did with some of the others, which is good. Uh, I'm assuming that we'll find out a little bit more later about who she used to be, since there are some holes in her mind, which sounds like a Babylon 5 reference. Anyways, hope this review actually gets to you in one piece. It should be an MP3. I don't know why the other one didn't work. So, grr. Once again, this is Jet. Bye. Well, thank you so much, Jazz, for that feedback. Yeah, it's very interesting. Now, I'm wondering, future Daleks, can they just be 3D printed? Right. Oh, yeah, well, the and body can be 3D that? printed. Sure. It's the, the organic inside that's the, the problem. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like, ugh. And the Four Knocks, like I said, was supposed to be, it came from the Master. Yep. And it was supposed to be when the Doctor was done. That was going back to Tenant. Yes. And Donna's grandfather knocked four times to get out of the one container. And that's when the doctor knew his time was done. And that about killed me, by the way. Yes, absolutely. Ted was my doctor. Yeah, and I think the organic part of the Dalek said it got into the neural network. So that probably made it easier for it to Which is why download all the overwrite commands and everything for and upgrade their weapons. But I think that's how they're going to come back somehow. Oh, yeah. I think so, too. And I think the boys, somehow, there's going to be a Torchwood thing. Yep. And if not... So maybe not a Kano class. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, that psychic paper can do a whole lot of things, even pay the bills. I wouldn't be surprised if it could. And I do think that it's still possible that the Doctor and Yaz will come back knowing something's going to happen and team up with Ryan and Graham again. That's also a very strong possibility of something that could happen in the future. So I don't think this is the last of those two that we will ever see on Doctor Who again, because they've brought almost all the other companions back one way or the other, (laughs) even the ones that aren't themselves anymore. So once again, Jazz, we really appreciate your feedback. Thank you, Jazz.
and everyone else, we totally want to hear your thoughts on the show. Even if you know something that we missed, you know, we can always talk about it, bring it into a little quick Doctor Who-ish thing happening. Because we got some time before it comes back, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. But send us your thoughts at contact us at fangirlzone.com. We will have another Pod Doctors coming here. I don't think I have that one up yet. The Pod Doctors Gmail just yet. But you can send us all of your thoughts here at contact us because we want to hear from you. And while you're at it, if you can rate and review us on iTunes and every other platform you're finding us on, because good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends about our show and Doctor Who. I mean, come on, have you not gotten them hooked by now? Yeah. <laughs> it's only been on for nearly 60 years. Yeah. We do hope you're enjoying our podcast. We haven't been on 60 years, but you know, no. <laughs> maybe we have. Who yeah. knows when you're listening to this? <laughs> That's true. This could be in the future, future, future. But for this episode of The Pod Doctors, I am Sean Fangirless. And I'm Steve. Enjoy the journey while you're on it, because the joy is worth the pain. And until next time. <laughs>